We're going to start really digging into an election that's getting very little to no buzz. We have one debate. That debate, one whole debate, is going to be two weeks away. Can you imagine? One debate, two weeks away, like right before the election. So unless you're really digging for your own information, the issues we fight right now, you know, and face right now across the city and what the candidates offer to fix them has really, I think, fallen under the radar until, of course, you get something like a scandal like we saw with Michael Thompson on Friday, now accused of sex assault. So at this time on Mondays, we're going to be digging into some of the issues falling under the radar that really should not be uh, off the radar. Ben Spur is City Hall reporter for the Toronto Star. He joins us now. Good to have you, Ben. Yeah, thanks for having me. It's really hard to get your, you know, the, your pulse on, on what's going in Toronto at City Hall unless you're actually there all the time, which is your beat. Um, that was a beat that I ran from as far as I could, but you're on it, so you're <laughs> digging into all these issues because it can get to, to be a pretty big issue down there as far as, as keeping up. The um, the Michael Thompson obviously will get all the headlines. Have we heard as to whether or not he's going to uh, continue to be on the ballot? And, and if he's not on the ballot, can they get his name off the ballot? Yeah, so my understanding is uh, that he will be on the ballot no matter what. I, we're, we're waiting to hear from him directly. We, we've um, the media has spoken to his his lawyer last week, who is now no longer his lawyer. We can get into that, but um, uh, we're waiting to hear. You know, I think whether he, he's going to stay in the election after being charged with two counts of sexual assault. Um, but uh, his name is already on the ballot. The last day to withdraw has already passed. So even if he does say that he you know wouldn't serve if he, if he was elected, his name is still going to be on the ballot when people go to the polls on October 24th. Um, so uh, that raises the possibility that even if he doesn't want to serve, that he could actually still get elected um, yeah. uh, after these charges. Well, I mean, bottom line is he's very, very popular. He's got big name recognition. And there will be a lot of people, Ben, who don't know about these allegations because they're not tapped in or they're not watching and they just simply strike off the person that they recognize. But then that adds, if he does stay on and he does win, it does add some problems because I would assume then he would have to either step aside while the investigation's going on. I mean, it's going to take about two years for this to work its way through the courts if that is, you know, if we're, you know, no delays further than we get all the time. Yeah, I think you raise a really good point there. He's he's very popular in in his, his Scarborough ward. He's won I think five elections now. With the last one, he won with sixty nine percent of the vote. So it's a complete landslide. He's not facing any high name, uh, you know, like big name challengers this time around. So I think you're right that that voters might not, uh, you know, who aren't uh, reading the news every day or completely clued in, people may not even know that he's facing these allegations and could easily just go mark the mark his name on the ballot. So yeah, it's a pretty pretty. Um, you know, very high possibility that he could um, get elected here. Um, as for stepping down, I'm not aware of any um, rule that would would force him to, to step down. Um, yeah. There, if, if he was convicted of a criminal charge, then under the Toronto uh, Council Code of Conduct, that that um, says that uh, he couldn't actually hold the seat. But uh, just facing charges, um, you know, is is not enough to automatically disqualify him. And of course, we should note that these charges haven't been tested in courts. He he has been proven guilty of anything and so um he has the right to uh, to keep on uh, serving keep on keeping on let me just flip things because we're going to get one whole debate um you know for this municipal election which i think is absolutely um you know not at all serving the people of toronto because normally as you know ben we would get months and months of of different kinds of um, appearances you'd get like multiple debates but this time we're going to have one i think it's like the week before the the election is held and so they're going to showcase john tory and i guess five of the 34 candidates who have registered and so not only do people 
people in Toronto not get any idea of who really is running, but then they get one chance to see who their choices are. And then they're supposed to formulate their their opinion off of one debate. How did it get to this where we're only having one debate? Yeah, I think uh, there's a lot going on there. I I should say we have heard that there's uh, maybe a second debate happening um, next week. There's a a confirmed one at the Board of Trade. Yeah, and uh, the um, Canadian Association for Retired Persons uh, is hosting, had planned to host one next week. And I I haven't heard, I'm not sure if that's been officially confirmed, but we had heard that that might happen as well with the the mayor taking part in that. Um, So, uh, yeah, I think there's a a lot going on uh, with the the low number of debates this this, uh, time around. I think in, in part, there's just been, um, you know, I, I spoke to some organizations that had organized these in the past, but given the, the COVID uh, over the past two years, a lot of organizations, groups like Heritage Toronto, uh, there's some other kind of groups that would kind of put these together. They're just focused on other things right now. The, the uh, Toronto Environmental Alliance is, is another one where they just kind of, they've had to refocus their efforts on, uh, you know, they've lost staff, for instance, they're trying to reorganized and stuff and they're just not um putting effort into to hosting a, a debate um i think that there's uh also just the fact that the mayor is not really facing a, a high profile challenger i think there might be uh less appetite for, for one you know the last time around when when you have well for uh, him for sure John. who would want to have more debates if you don't have to it's like well, he's, he's not going to push for them <laughs> Yeah, that, that was the other thing I was going to say, you know, I think that the incentive, you know, I think that it, the incentive <laughs> for the mayor to, to debate people, he's way ahead in the polls. Um, you know, uh, he can only kind of uh, just having a debate to say opens the opportunity to, to make a mistake, for instance, or, or to, 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 you know, have a flub and then look bad or something. So um, it's much easier for an incumbent like John Tory, who's, who's way ahead in the polls to just kind of sit back and, and, and wait for election yeah. day. So I think there's, there's a bit of that as well. But I don't think it's all on the mayor. I think that some organizations that would normally do it are, are not doing it this year. Yeah, which we are all less um, less for because I don't think we're served very well by less information. Meanwhile, I mean, you know, you guys have been laying out some of the big election issues. Obviously, crime and that should be much uh, much bigger a conversation than it is. Uh, but but I think you guys raise a, a good one with the garbage bins, ninety five hundred garbage bins across the city. Uh, we need someone to tackle them because as you know, they look like garbage. The garbage looks like garbage. The city, I don't think, and maybe I'm being too rough, it has never looked dirtier to me, Ben. And I don't know if it's just that they don't. Have enough garbage bins or they're not being serviced properly yeah it's interesting this is kind of not not garbage bins it's it's themselves but i think this kind of broader issue seems to be bubbling up as a bit of an election issue just this idea that kind of basic things like garbage bins like water uh, fountains in in city parks like washrooms and parks um this idea that the city's just maybe not providing like a basic level of of, of service to people um Mm -hmm. everyone has seen these garbage bins which are just kind of as you say overflowing their doors hanging off uh, graffiti tagged um just not in great shape um but you know, just just last week we had the uh, uh, a whole slew of uh, fall recreation programs that the city canceled because yep. they couldn't find enough staff. So that affects you know thousands of people who who now are looking for other things to, to for their kids to do and that kind of thing. So um, this is I think this idea that. Uh, you know that 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 the basic city services that Toronto should be providing its residents are kind of falling behind, which is yeah. a lot of really frustrating for people because we live in in a city where it's really expensive to to live. We're we're a, a rich, wealthy city. Um, we're paying a lot. It feels mm-hmm. like all the time just to, just to live in the city, um, and yet uh, the things we get back from the city sometimes seem pretty subpar. And I think that that there's a bit of anger bubbling up um, about that, and uh, it could affect you know how people vote in the election. 
gee, if only we could have a debate and talk about it. But of course, we only have one. But you know, to your point, small things matter. And, and when you pay so much to live in a quote unquote world class city, when it doesn't look world class, uh, someone should have to answer for that, which is why I've got you. Um, very happy to have you, Ben. We will be kind of leaning on you, certainly up to the election, uh, getting kind of the inside scoop, because I know you've got your, uh, pul- you know, you're on the pulse of everything going on. And that is half the battle in a city like this. So I very much appreciate your time. Yeah, happy to happy to do it. And thanks for having me on. For sure. That is Ben Spur. You can read him in the Toronto Star. He is their City Hall reporter. It's a very, very tough beat, not only because very long hours and you have to sit in all those horrid meetings that can go on in council for like days on end, but also, you know, you have to be there to understand what's going on. And so close to an election, we got to know what's going on. And hold those who are running to account. So we'll try to kind of keep a pulse on that.